But what's up? I hope you are having a absolutely fantastic day today. I know I am. I have an absolutely fire segment coming up for you guys on the NBA MVP. And on top of that, one of my most recent TikToks has just under 28,000 views on it. So if you're not following me on TikTok, make sure you head over there at Jay Schmidt and give me a follow. The content over there is fantastic as well. Without further ado, though, I'm going to pass it on over to the main man, Double B, Bruce Buffer. Thank you, Bruce. And as we get into it, I want to start it off by saying I was looking at the MVP odds today for the NBA. Just looking at odds, you know, seeing if I wanted to place a little sneaky bet. And there's one guy whose odds I just can't believe are as low as they are. And it's just, it's incredible to me that his odds are so low. So what I want to do here is I want to read you the top five MVP odds for as of right now. You know, there's a little bit less than 20 games left in the season. And a lot can happen over the course of 20 games or so. And so right now the front runner is Joel Embiid. He's at minus 125, averaging, you know, 30 points per game, 11 rebounds and four assists. Jokic at plus 350, and then Giannis at plus 500. John Moran at plus 1,200, followed by DeMar DeRozan at plus 1,300. And my question is, how does John Morant not have better odds, okay? His team has the best record of all the other players listed on here. Outside of Jokic, he has the worst teammates of everybody listed on here, right? Like, let me run you through these real quick. Joel Embiid, second best player on his team, James Harden. Before that, Tobias Harris. I understand that you know James Harden just got there, but still, let's let's look at their record. 38-23, third in the East. Jokic, plus 350, 25 points per game, 14 rebounds per game, eight assists per game, 36-26, and 26th, sixth in the West. Now, obviously, you know, Michael Porter Jr. been out all year. Jamal Murray been out all year. All right, so I have the utmost respect for what Jokic has done this year. He's honestly been even better this year than he was last year. He's been nothing short of incredible. Giannis, 29 points per game, 12 rebounds per game, and 6 assists per game. 38 and 25, fourth in the East. Man, okay. DeMar DeRozan, plus 1,300, his odds. 28 points per game, 5 rebounds per game, 5 assists per game. You know, 39 and 23 are the Bulls right now. Second in the East, pretty impressive, especially with, you know, all the injuries that that team has had. But I don't think it can be DeRozan because all he really does is score. I don't think, you know, his playmaking and rebounding are, you know, at the same level as some of these other guys that he's competing against. And now we get to my guy here, John Morant. 28 points per game, 6 rebounds per game, 7 assists per game, 43-20, and has the most wins of anybody else on this list, third in the West, the tougher conference in my humble opinion. I don't understand how his odds aren't aren't better. Like, how is he plus 1,200? Like, why is he not, you know, up on the same level as Jokic and Embiid, right? Because in terms of value, you can't tell me that there's a more valuable player in the NBA right now than John Morant, okay? The second best player on that team is Jaron Jackson Jr., and that is no disrespect to Jaron Jackson Jr. whatsoever. He's a fantastic player. Third best player on that team is Desmond Bain. No disrespect to Desmond Bain. Guy can shoot it. He's got a bright future. He's a young kid. But let's be honest here. Compared to the other guys and their, you know, sidekicks, so to speak, those guys don't measure up. You know, neither one of those guys are on the same level as James Harden. 
Neither one of those guys are on the same level as Chris Middleton, Zach Levine. They just aren't on that level yet, you know, because they're young, and that's okay. What I'm saying is because they aren't on that level, because John Morant doesn't have a reliable, dependable second option on that Memphis Grizzlies team, he should be getting more respect than what he is than plus 1,200 to win the MVP. And as I was saying, there's a lot of time left. I wouldn't be surprised if he made up some ground. And in addition to him carrying his team, the media is absolutely driving the John Morant train right now. He is absolutely popping off. Now, I think that there's multiple reasons behind that. Obviously, first and foremost, he's having an outstanding year, right? You know, he's shooting the ball better this year. The highlights that I'm seeing on Twitter, uh, they're crazy. You know, the 52-point game he had the other night against the Spurs, plus, you know, the dunk, the poster. I mean, he's just incredible. I feel like every time I get on Twitter, I see nothing but John Morant, whether it's, you know, some media person tweeting about his development, whether it's somebody tweeting about how this season could have been a great year for Zion, but he's not playing, and now it's this great season for John Morant. And there's a lot of, you know, if we did the redraft, would people take John Morant over Zion? The answer is yes for as of right now. Obviously, those two guys still have very long careers left. And like I was saying, everything is about John Morant right now when it comes to the NBA. And I don't see anything, anything about Philadelphia. And if I do, it's not about Joel Embiid. Okay, before the James Harden trade, it was about Ben Simmons. When is Ben Simmons going to play? Ben Simmons this, Ben Simmons that. Is Tobias Harris going to step up? What are the 76ers going to do? Nothing about Joel Embiid, or excuse me, very little about Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid has definitely gotten plenty of respect throughout this year. Like, there's a reason why he's currently the favorite to win the MVP. And so before the Harden trade, it's all about Ben Simmons. When's he coming back? Now the Harden trade happened. Now it's all about the Harden trade. It's all about, oh, James Harden. He's going to be so great. He's going to fit in the system. James Harden this, James Harden's that. Nothing about Joel Embiid. Okay, all I'm saying is that a lot can happen in, you know, 18 to 20 games or however many there are left. And I'm just laying out the argument and showing you proof that the hype is there for John Morant to win the MVP. And let's be honest, he's on an absolute tear right now. Okay, he's averaging 40 and a half points per game over his last four games. Okay, and as much as I love Nikola Jokic, a guy who is deserving of the MVP this year, even though he's not getting anywhere near the publicity as he should get for what he's done this year without Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray. The fact that they're the sixth seed in the West is absolutely incredible. And if they do get those two guys back during the playoffs, no one's going to want to see him. Anyway, back to John Moran. I got off a little side tangent there. He's averaging 40.5 points per game over his last four games. Now, obviously, he's not going to average that, you know, going down the stretch for the rest of the season. But if he averages 35... And they end up, you know, maybe taking the two seed with Booker in protocols and Chris Paul out for a while. Maybe the Suns slip. You know, the Warriors don't look the same without Draymond Green. Who knows when he's coming back? You know, the Grizzlies end up grabbing the two seed in the West. And you don't want to vote for John Morant? You sitting here telling me that there's not a chance? I would love to see John Morant win the MVP. I think it'd be great for the NBA. If I was the NBA, I would move towards John Morant. I would set the league up for him to be the next face. Right, because let's be honest, LeBron getting old on his way out. Kevin Durant just wants to play basketball. He doesn't care about being the face. Let's take a guy like John Morant, who seems as of right now like he's going to be loyal to this small market Memphis team. Let's rebrand basketball to that, right? Because 
People loved Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant stayed in one place for forever. People loved Dirk Nowitzki because he stayed in one place for forever. People loved Tim Duncan because he stayed in one place for forever. Part of what makes Michael Jordan so great is that he did it all in one place, right? Part of why people love Giannis is because he's still in Milwaukee, right? You know, John Morant could be the Giannis of the West where he stays in the small market and he loses in the playoffs and they come back and they make trades and they go get, you know, a Drew Holiday or whatever piece the Grizzlies need to get over the hump. And then they go and they do it, and then everybody loves it, right? So, like, if I'm the NBA right now, I am pushing my brand behind John Morant and Giannis because they are paving a way into a new era of basketball. Giannis, they're both absolutely freak athletes. You know, Giannis doing it at the center slash power forward slash ball handling forward spot, whatever position you want to put him under. And then you got John Morant, you know, the six-foot two six foot one guy who's just jumping over buildings okay like it's incredible if i'm the nba i'm putting all my horses behind those two guys forget zion we don't need him you know let him stay on the couch and continue to get fat we don't care anymore okay he's great in those doritos commercials because he looks like a guy who would sit on the couch and eat doritos and play 2k all day because that's all that he's done anyway john morant dark horse for the mvp i know that his odds are plus 1200 but I'm telling you, it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if he shot up, especially if he continues on the tear that he's been on. That's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. I hope you have a great weekend. I know I'm going to have a great weekend, so I hope you do the same. I'll be back on Monday with another take for you. This has been Shooting the Schmidt.